0: Welcome to What Should I Watch, a podcast to learn about interesting and inspiring Korean TV shows, aka Korean dramas. I'm your host, T, and every week I help a guest with what to watch next. If you have any comments or just want to say hi, please feel free to send me an email to whatshouldiwatcht at gmail.com. Hey, how are you? Hey, Jay.
1: How's it going, T? We have um, Carmen today. Huh? We have Carmen today.
0: Yeah, we have Carmen today, but she doesn't bark, so the listeners can't hear her. She's a dog that probably barked. I don't know. She barks once a year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's all she. Uh, that's all she gets. Huh?
0: And. That's only like if she gets really frustrated uh, she wants to eat and you know, I'm zoned out because I'm watching some Korean drama, I forgot to feed her, then she barks.
1: She make other sounds?
0: Uh, sometimes, sometimes she whines a little bit. So yeah, we have Carmen here today and today G and I are sitting together, we used to record over the phone. So apologize for the, you know, the sound quality in the past seven episodes, but um, <laughs>
1: We're trying to get better at this, right?
0: Yeah, and in America, it's, uh, it's Thanksgiving, so, you know, Thanksgiving comes with a great, you know, epidemic of buying spree.
1: That's right, Black Friday, that's today. So.
0: I, I don't really care about buying stuff, but I invested a little bit. So I got a little device that helps us record better. So we're trying this out, sitting together, recording into a mic. So we'll see how this goes.
1: That's great. Once uh, the money starts really pouring in from this uh, <laughs> podcast and uh, you start making the millions, I, I hope, yeah. Then you can... Uh, you I can, can go get, into a studio. <laughs> yeah, you can You can make your own studio room. You know,
0: like an actual studio. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, having said that, yeah, I, I appreciate if you um, could support my podcast with the five star ratings and subscription so I can have better sound quality.
1: Yeah, it all goes back into the podcast, right?
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Well, Carmen, what are we going to talk about today?
0: I think Carmen wants to talk about dog food.
1: She looks like she wants a treat. Yeah. She probably um, doesn't understand what we're doing.
0: Yeah, she's just happy that there are people here. Well, you know, looking at Carmen, the the drama I'm going to talk about today has a character that's kind of like a dog. Kind of like a dog? Yeah.
1: Is it like a, an animal?
0: No, he's a he's a human. Oh. He's a person, but... There's some dog kind of quality to him. But anyway, I wanted to say happy Thanksgiving for the to the listeners.
1: Happy Thanksgiving.
0: And if you're not in North America. Canada is Thanksgiving, right? I think so. Yeah.
1: It might be a different day. I don't know.
0: I know I have listeners from I'm I'm really surprised I'm getting listeners from um. Like, I saw one popped from Egypt. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. In Albania. So, yeah, really surprised and I am grateful. But if you're not in North America, uh, you have no relevance to uh, Thanksgiving. Maybe just happy weekend. Happy Monday because I upload, I will upload this on Monday. So That's right. Happy Monday. Or the try start, to make it happy Monday. Yeah,
1: the start of your week. Have yeah. a good week.
0: Where were we before I said Happy Thanksgiving?
1: You said that the character in the show that you're going to talk about is dog-like.
0: Yes, thank you.
1: And I was trying to figure out what that meant, dog-like.
0: You know, it's pretty early, so I'm, I'm getting there. I got my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I'm not really awake yet either, so.
0: Yeah. But this is really the only time we can do. You know, the other day I recorded with Mary at like 11:30 at night, so
1: Is that you know, better? Are you a night person?
0: I am. Yeah. I'm I think as I'm getting older, I am okay with morning. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh being awake in the morning, but I used to be a really bad night owl.
1: Do you feel like you're more um aware and smarter and sharper at night after you've had the whole day to... Yes,
0: that's how I knew I was a night person, not because, you know, it's not about being able to go to sleep or not. I just function better at night. Hmm.
1: Your mind is in a better place. Yeah. I'm definitely the opposite. I'm definitely more of a morning person.
0: So you should, maybe you should lead this episode then.
1: (laughs) Today, what we're going to talk about is, I don't know, because I haven't seen... The notes
0: um so today's drama i you know i feel like i might have to i'm trying to you know with this new mic set up and you know thinking a lot about my podcast i'm trying to make a better system and i'm thinking with this drama we might have to split this into two episodes
1: oh wow
0: because this is a long show it's actually um, 20 episodes Okay And I know The Fiery Priest That was 20 episode drama But I felt like That was okay To do it in one episode Although it was A little long um, And I'm also trying Not to go over One hour With my podcast right. Each episode I feel like a lot of Podcasts They start with like 30 minutes And <laughs> become 45 minutes An hour An hour and a half Which is fine Like you know I don't mind listening To a long podcast yeah. But Some listeners, you know, my pockets might not be their priority. So, you're you're trying
1: to go from an hour and a half down to an hour, down to 45, and that kind of thing.
0: Um, Yeah, I'm trying to go backward. So, um, we might have to cut this in two episodes, right over two weeks. Gotcha. And also because, you know, this show has a lot to cover, and I don't want to rush it. I don't want to. Show everything into one episode so the show i'm going to talk about is called when camellia blooms
1: oh okay when camellia blooms i saw the uh i saw it on netflix but i haven't seen it Yes, so this is
0: available on netflix again that's uh in the u.s so if you're in a different country uh, your netflix might have different copyright but in the u.s it is available on netflix easy for you to watch just turn on your netflix and stream without ads or anything um it came out in 2019 and there are 20 episodes each episode is about an hour wow
1: Um, 20 episodes
0: so yeah it's similar it is like the fiery priest 20 episode drama but again like i just felt like fiery priest it was easier to um, talk in one episode. While this one, there's so many things to cover, mm. so I don't want to rush it. And this kind of, you know, it has a lot, a lot going on. That's great. Yeah. So the title, when Camellia blooms, it's sort of like I feel like it could be an homage to a, um this novel. Korean novel that came out in 1936. It's a very famous novel. If you went to school in Korea, during Korean language class, you all have to sort of like you're forced to read this and uh, learn about this novel. And the novel was called When Bucket Flower Blooms. Okay. And it's so a that's, really beautiful story. That's um, like
1: required reading for sort of Yeah, it's okay. a
0: Korean classic novel gotcha. so, from 1936. So... I feel like the writer kind of made the title When Camellia Blooms as an homage to the novel. And I see some similarities um, in the like overall themes of the drama, uh, similarities with the, the old Korean classic novel.
1: Is uh, Camellia a flower also? Or no? It sounds like it would be a flower. It is flower. You it don't is, know Camellia right? flower? I don't know, maybe.
0: You don't know Chanel? <laughs> You know, the,
1: I don't know Chanel for sure. Like I don't know the Chanel. The
0: Chanel, the brand Chanel. that I mean, their I, logo yeah. is like I know the chain kind of thing, but it's also Camellia. Oh okay, yeah. Good to know. Um, and also Camellia is popular. You see it in like southern part of Korea. Like in Busan, you go to Busan. There's a famous um, like port called I think Camellia Port. Hmm. Um, What else? I think there's a neighborhood in Busan Called Camellia District And yeah, just overall I think it's very um, It's a popular flower tree In like southern part of Korea
1: Have you ever met someone named Camellia?
0: You know, the name Camellia in Korean word Is Dongbaek
1: Oh Dongbek.
0: Yeah And I don't think I met anyone by the name And also the name If you were to name your kid Dongbek mm-hmm. In 21st century <laughs> I think that's That's a little bit of uh, In a good way That's very unique But also super old fashioned Right So I don't think anyone would name their kid That way
1: So if the last name was like Kim It'd be Kim Shi Dongbek. Kim Dong-baek. Kim
0: Yeah, I can't imagine anyone <laughs> naming their <laughs> naming their kid in the current time that way. But in this show, her name is Dong-baek. The main character's name is Dong-baek.
1: So is the location where the takes place, do they have camellia flowers there? Is that a popular spot for it, or is that relevant?
0: Uh, you know what, good question. I think I do remember seeing the flower in the show
1: mm.
0: but it's sort of like it's a it's a, like a symbol right what her name means um and in the show they talk about you know each different flowers have their own meaning like flower meaning
1: okay right
0: what's the meaning of rose I don't know I don't know anything about flowers and trees
1: uh I mean like what it means like culturally
0: no like uh, you know there oh was the a, word
1: what the word means
0: you know like something like uh you know like lily means happiness or mm. you know what i mean like flowers gotcha. have their own meaning kind of thing
1: yeah i don't know any of those
0: yeah well you're a more flower tree kind of person than I'm, i am i'm
1: useless when it comes to that
0: but um chameleon means something mm. and that kind of ties to what this main character is about
1: okay so the story it does tie yeah to it. where does it take place
0: it's a, like a, um, a town called Ongsan. hmm And it's supposed to be like a small f- fishing village, but they also have, um, you know, a little town center and, you know, it's, it's a very, very small town. Okay. So everybody knows everybody's business. You can't really hide anything. Um,
1: so small town characters I like the setting so far does uh is she like new does she come to the town or is she like uh, she grew up there?
0: Yeah so I'm gonna tell you a little bit of the story okay because I don't think you know I I, I know like I usually go through the whole story and then we talk about it but I don't think I can compact 20 episodes into <laughs> my five 10 minutes of summary oh, so it so covers a lot huh i think i'm gonna just give you a little bit of briefing okay good so here's how the story goes when the camellia blooms is the story of a young lady dongbek which translates to camellia in english She grew up as an orphan and became a single mother. Although the world has changed and we're living in the 21st century, being an orphan in a conservative Korean society makes her life tough. But to make matters worse, she's a single mom. So she has been fighting with prejudice and discrimination for her whole life. And perhaps because of that, she's not too intimidated by the life and people. Well maybe it's also because she's a mom now and because you know moms are the strongest humans in the world. The drama opens up with a scene where Dongbaek moves to a very small town called Ongsan where she decides to open a bar in the middle of the town center. People, especially women of the business association, do not like the idea of a young, pretty single mother opening a bar in the middle of the town, and Dongbaek has to endure gossip and finger pointing from the women. It seems that she ruined the only chance of sympathy she might have had by choosing to open the type of business she did. But Dongbaek is trying to be strong because she is a mom. Fast forward six years later, the bar, which is called the Camellia, is doing well thanks to the local man and Dongbek's genuine hospitality. Her son, Pilgu, is now about 80 years old and a quick witted kid with a kind heart. Also, a chairwoman of the business association has become good friends with Dongbek because she understands Dongbek's struggle. She's now an older lady, but she had to raise her sons on her own after her husband passed away. Since the bar is pretty busy, Dongbek hires a part timer girl who has just moved to Ongsan just like Dongbek and her son did. But this girl seems a little unusual and has an unpleasant vibe. Then one day, a young policeman, Yongshik, moves to town he's actually from Unsan but has lived in Seoul for the police officer career after he moves back he falls in love with Dongbaek at first sight and declares his love for her but Dongbaek who is well aware of her situation rejects and ignores him Meanwhile, strange scribblings have been appearing at Dongbaek's bar Camellia. The rumor has it that there was a murder a long time ago, and the local police suspect that the killer might be back. While Yongshik, a passionate, justice-seeking cop, is trying to figure out who left the creepy scribbles on the wall of Camellia, an older woman and a famous baseball player come into Dongbek's life.
1: Yeah, so we don't know where she's from, but we know she has a kid, and we don't know anything about her kid, I guess. Like who the father is, or... No. And we don't know why she picked that town. Or does that... Okay. No. But there's no, like or maybe that's a spoiler. There's no secret to why she went there.
0: Uh Yeah, I I don't think we really find out why she picked that town, okay. but you know, my guess is that she's a very lonely character. I and mean, she lived an unfortunate life. She was orphan and she became a single mom. You know, that's a very tough life. Yeah. And I think when i was watching it my guess was that she just wanted to kind of go somewhere that she can start over people don't know her um but there's sorry
1: why did she start a bar
0: i mean it's you know also it's not not like a bar like by western standard like a bar top and barton it's not that kind of bar it's more like a you know i talked about this with mary like cafe It's like, you know, you go there like small tables and, you know, you can buy some food and then they give you beer and soju and, you know, it's a night, it's a place that you can go. It's like a small restaurant slash bar. Okay. So she's just a restaurant owner. Gotcha. You know, but as a single mom, that's already a big scarlet letter. Right. In Korean society. And then you're running this bar in a small town right, that gives the town people a lot to talk about. A lot to gossip about. Really. Right.
1: So that's probably a pretty exciting time when she comes in because now everyone's focused on who is this woman? Why doesn't she have a husband? Why is she opening a bar or a new business here? That's interesting.
0: Right. So, I feel like when I was watching this drama, it's felt very real because you know how we categorize certain dramas, like oh this drama is rom-com this is uh mm-hmm. you know murder mystery or you know Just drama. but really when you look at life all those things happen at the same time you know so you know, like there's a drama about office life and you know we go to work and then maybe you have a little romance going on in your office but maybe your neighborhood has some serial killer (laughs) i don't know but i'm saying like you know all those things happen in your life and i think that's what's happening in this drama okay so she comes to town she's this unfortunate character um but she's you know she's trying to be strong she's raising her son and at the same time you know there's a new cop in a town who likes her and she knows what it means for somebody to like her Right. because it never goes well Like you know you like somebody with a kid and a single mom and it just doesn't end well so she's, she doesn't want to give him a chance right she's so, had
1: that experience in the past then
0: right so she's just living her life and this guy just kept pushing himself and you know there's that part going on and In the meantime, this small town had some past. So some people got killed in the past. And it looks like this killer might be back in town. Oh, so. This new guy, he's he's young and he's, you know, very passionate about his work as a police officer. So he's doing that work. And at the same time, um, you know, there are other town folks and those, you know, um, supporting characters are really super colorful and fun to watch. So really, there there are a lot of comedy in this show because the way these, you know, supporting characters act and their stories and that's just really fun. So it's it's you know it's hard to I feel like I'm babbling on and on and but it's just <laughs> it's hard to put this show into one
1: genre word, yeah
0: like even one paragraph really um, but when you look at like the artwork like poster mm-hmm. it looks like a rom com okay but it's really not at all and it gets really kind of deep too because the drama talks about. The drama is I feel like it's really about humanity. That's what the really drama is about. Yeah, the this cop likes her, but you know, it's a it's a kind of love that you know, ties him and her into like what human relationship is about.
1: Okay. Well, I like that you said uh, it's like life. It's it's almost it's lifelike. Right. You know, so that's kind of uh, that's a helpful description. You know, you're watching somebody deal with all the stuff that we normally deal with in life and all the different variables. And, you know, that sounds interesting. Right. But I like stories like that because, you know, it doesn't always have to be like to get a joke or it doesn't always have to be super dramatic. You know, it's nice to have a mix I think uh, a lot of Korean dramas um, are really good at that, and that's why I like watching them, so.
0: Yeah, so I think in order to understand the main character, Dongbaek, um, I think you have to understand how difficult it is for a single mother or single dad to live in Korea. Um, I mean, it's still, pretty much, yeah, it's 21st century, and but It's still a very conservative country. Right. And, you know, like, uh, for example, like, going on an overnight trip with your boyfriend or girlfriend, your dating partner, it's like, parents are like, where are you going? Who are you going with? And, you know, call me at (laughs) night, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's (laughs) still a very conservative country compared to the rest of the world. Right. Um, And I just kind of looked it up and... It the the percentage of single parent is definitely going up, which I think is a it's a good thing um, because I feel like that means people chose to have that life, right. and they're ready to fight with the social taboo. Right. And also, in order for them to be in the data, like they didn't hide the fact that they were, you know, like single parent. Right. Because I feel like all these like government data, whether in Korea or U. S., is actually lower than the actual number. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like,
1: like they would not tell the truth about it, or.
0: Yeah. Unless I don't know, like what's your income? Like above two million per year? Like. Right. Yeah, I probably won't hide it. Like yeah, I make some serious <laughs> money. So what? <laughs> but. Uh, so yeah. So last year's data in Korea, there are, twenty about twenty thousand single parent compare combining single mom and single dad and the majority of numbers were actually in between 35 and 44 years old okay and it didn't show a lot in um like 10 10s and 20s in the, the age of 10s and 20s but i feel like it should be higher because the people in that age group would less likely to come out and say yes i am a single parent right um I you know I saw this documentary about a cafe in Korea that uh, she's a little older um, she's maybe in like 50s and she opened the cafe and she's only hiring single parent because she knows how and you know she's, she wants
1: to give them a job basically yeah she wants to give them, them
0: an opportunity to start you know som- somewhere right because you want to get a job somewhere and they all require experience and even if you have experience um, you're you know, this sound really ridiculous to like a Western, especially Western listener, but they ask you a lot about your background and, you know, what do you do? Like, you know, what's your availability? And if they find out you're a single parent, they just don't want to hire you because right. they look at you as a, some sort of a, problems. Yeah. Some sort of problem. And I can't, I don't know if I can trust that kid, you know? So, you know, there's definitely changes happening in Korea, um, I think social social perspective is changing, but being an orphan is difficult. Big scarlet letter that people want to hide if they're orphan, um, and definitely being a single parent. But our main character Dongbe she has both. She was orphan, and she is now a single mom, and she lives in a small town. There's a saying in Korea that says, um, "You learn how many spoons and chopsticks your neighbor has." <laughs> Basically, saying like you, you know every little single thing about your neighbor. You gotcha. know. Gotcha. Um, but that's the kind of town Dongbok moves into.
1: So with women deciding nowadays that they wanna have this life. Is that more from like them getting divorced and realizing that they didn't want to get married? Because I mean, ideally the the situation where most people talk about is you, you get a good job and you get married, right? Right. And then that's, you have kids and you start a family. Right. So that's kind of the normal scope. That's what parents expect, right? That's the expectation is you get a really good school and then that happens, right? You start your life. But now if people are ha- are more single moms, then that means they chose that path, got pregnant, and decided that this wasn't the life for them, right? Or they chose to have a child out of wedlock, which means they're going against the social norm.
0: I think it's both. Um, okay,
1: so like, yeah, probably not strong one or the other. Like a, a little bit of both. Right. Uh, so she comes to small town and you know she's got this past um, now uh, everyone's going to be obviously paying attention to that and then there's this guy who likes her so what's his story he he just came to town right came back to town right
0: so he's a local he's born and raised he's a from this small town and he became a police officer um and he was actually, it seemed that he was in Seoul, but he just acted a little, um, little too irrationally uh, at his job oh, because so he he was just a really passionate cop, okay. so, you know, but the cops don't always like...
1: Too their, much for Seoul cops, huh?
0: Exactly. So <laughs> he got demoted and he was sent back to his hometown. Okay. but. You know he's a so hometown hero, so everybody likes him. He's a good kid from the town. You know one of those kids like born and raised small town. Right. Everybody calls him good kid, and you know he's that guy.
1: So we'll we'll like him as an audience, won't we?
0: Oh yeah, he's a very likable character, and right. he's got this uh, um, very childlike big smile on his face all the time, and you know he's he's the kind of guy that he just he might not be so cool. <laughs> you know, the way he, he carries himself. But he's got nothing to hide. He's a very genuine character. Great. Um, you know, actually, you you talked about Mi Sang, Yeah. Uh, a few episodes ago when we talked about On the Verge of Insanity, the office drama. Yeah. Um, this character, his Wha- name is Yong Shik. Uh-huh. Was he in Mi He was in Mi Sang. <gasps> oh. Yeah. And cool. F- he, that Mi Sang was kind of his breakthrough drama and now he's pretty big oh actor. Which,
1: which character was he wasn't the main one though
0: he's not the main one he was in one of the, the other departments um but you you remember him when but you he, see him. he
1: was like an intern or yeah a, he was one of the newbies okay. gotcha yeah cool yeah, yeah i liked all those guys
0: so he was in that show um and now he's a big uh, big actor in korea and that's he's the main actor here he's the he's a guy he's a good kid guy that's great yeah so you know he's just to speak like bluntly he's a you know very hillbilly kind of character he's just you know he's a country boy yeah he's a country boy and you know the way he talks the way he and also he speaks with a very heavy accent right like southern accent in korea and that kind of adds a certain nuance to it. But you don't have to understand Korean. You don't have to know a Korean to get the feel of how he is, mm-hmm. you know.
1: That um, makes him charming, right?
0: Yeah, there. it's a very... You know, I talked about humanities, but I think the way he is, how he's not um, so city-like, he's a country boy, right. that adds a lot to this drama because... It's more human that way. Right. You know, just... And I think all the other characters in this drama that um, adds that sort of, like, um, humanities, um, very human-like vibe to this drama even more, um, you know, they're town women. Yeah. So they all have some kind of business in the town center. I mean, it's, it's town center, but not, like downtown it's just you know area with bizarre um, like a street vendors and you right. know you go to like a
1: market area
0: yeah it's a small market area so the ladies have their shops grocery shops or fruit stall and and that's where Dongbek opens her bar okay so all the ladies get to see her the moment she moves and the moment she gets off her truck wow um but those ladies they are very colorful characters um, in fact, you know one of the ladies. She was in the show Crash Landing on You. Also, oh. she was one of the North Korean women. Oh, okay. Um, she's a, she's always, she's actually a great actress, oh. and she always gets those really one of the characters kind of role.
1: So that's kind of like a similar vibe. A townspeople similar vibe. Yeah. Know, yeah. Um, in North Korea versus a small town.
0: Right. Right. In um, South Korea. Exactly and there are also there's this couple in the show yeah um (laughs) you have I it makes me laugh when I think about them um so they're in their 40s 50s ish but they are supposed to be like a power couple in the town because the guy he's got like a building so he's like landlord uh He's got the money and his wife is a lawyer, like a really famous divorce lawyer in the area. So they're sort of like the small town power couple in a way. But, you know, you really never know what goes behind the closed door. So (laughs) their marriage is actually not going well.
1: Uh Uh-oh.
0: You know, they're both from this town and she's sort of like the, you know, everybody respects her because she's from this small town and she went to an elite law school Hmm. and she came back to her town and she became this famous divorce lawyer and she's really the like a brain of the town and this guy um they actually went to the same school when they were kids and you know so they started dating and they got married but um this guy he's just he's a really great actor he's so versatile and um just overall, like, great actor. But he's... um You know, I talked about when we talked about Carmen, my dog, in the beginning. Yeah. I said there's a dog-like character. <laughs> is that him? He's he's like a dog. Oh, um, now so Carmen the landowner.
1: The landowner is like... Or the, the guy who owns a building.
0: Yeah, so he's kind of like a dog. So he's super nosy. Okay. He has to poke his head everywhere. Gotcha. And although my dog is not like that my dog actually
1: (laughs) (laughs) most dogs are like that
0: my dog is very shy and always scared um but so this guy he's the way he carries himself kind of reminds me of Jack Nicholson in the movie Chinatown you know very kind of like sleek and sometimes sly but not so sophisticated like Jack Nicholson you know detective Gideas yeah in Chinatown um so this guy is almost like a wannabe of Jack Nicholson because he's not so good at (laughs) how he wants to be
1: Jake his character's name yeah Jake Jake Giddies so uh so he's trying to be cool but he's not yeah so he's basically when when you said he's like a dog it made me think that he just follows his wife around
0: that too exactly Because he's kind of living in the shadow of his wife's...
1: Because she's so successful and...
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, he owns buildings, but really it's the wife who has the brain and brain money. She's a successful lawyer. So he's, he's kind of living in the shadow of her wife, but he likes to be that way. Oh, okay. Because it kind of makes him look a certain way, you know? Right. And he's basically super nosy and he has to get involved in everything. (laughs) And he likes to be the head of everything. So he has to lead everything, you know? Like, whether he's actually, whether he's qualified or knows anything about whatever he's getting into, he just likes to be the lead person, leader. And he likes, he talks big, but really he's, you know, he carries this, himself this way because he's kind of shy and he's always kind of like really he's timid okay um yeah and i think that also kind of makes me think about dog because (laughs) you know some dogs like to bark a lot yeah but really that's because they're scared right you know so yeah when i was watching this drama i kind of thought like he's kind of like a dog
1: and he's insecure
0: yeah, really. I think that's why he likes to talk big. Hmm. Because really, he's insecure. And um, But he he owns several buildings. And he actually owns the building that the bar Camellia is renting. Oh, so okay. where the bar Camellia is. He's so the he's landlord. So he's her landlord. Okay. Yeah, he's, he is Tungbeck's landlord.
1: So those two will have interactions, I guess.
0: Right. So as a landlord, you know... And, you know, the way he carries himself is, like, you know, he's this guy, like, he walks certain way, and he talks certain way, and He's he a sees, big shot. Yeah. He acts like he's a big shot, but right. really he's not. And he sees this young, single mother, and she's nice and pretty, and he's the landlord, so he's sort of got the upper hand. So he likes to, you know, kind of talk to Dongbek and try to go out and do something mm-hmm. with her, but she's just... Not because she's a single mother, but she know she can see through right. this guy. She's so. smart.
1: So why is she so smart? Is she
0: smart? I think you know she's more of like, it's not that she's smart. she's
1: Experienced. Ex- her life has led her down this path, and now exactly. she's very clear about what she wants.
0: Yeah, she doesn't have any hopes of. Um, she's just living day to day for her son, really. Right. Um, so, you know, but for this guy, she knows like what. These middle-aged men wants from her, especially as a landlord, she understands that he's just trying to take advantage of her. Um, But you know, I forgot to mention that this Dongbaek character. um, She actually started her career as a like a magazine fashion model. Oh. And I remember, yeah, when I was in like a middle school, I think it was when I was in middle school. The actress or. Yeah, the actress. Okay. and she sort of um, now became like icon of rom-com shows, okay. and um, and I think that's why kind of tricked a lot of viewers. Um, right. seeing her and this main guy Kang Hanul is um, the, the actors. Yeah, the cop character's name. So seeing them together, a lot of people thought, oh, this is gonna be great rom-com, but oh, okay. it's it's actually a lot deeper than just a plain rom-com. But she yeah so she started as a like a magazine fashion model and i remember like you know back in the day there was no instagram there's no reddit right you know you have to buy the magazine right so you flip through the magazine um and i remember seeing her and there's a couple other um actresses nowadays they're popular they kind of started with her that way but I, every time i see her it sure reminds me of my best friend in korea who's um, listening to this episode hopefully listening to this episode <laughs> you hope because <laughs> um, she's like a, yeah she was a model so she's like really tall um you mm. know like she, she's got this really you know certain look and she's pretty and and my friend is like that and they kind of look alike their faces look alike and
1: is your friend a model
0: no but you know she has two sons and mm. she doesn't look like she has a two sons she looks like she's still in like high school oh. but just wanted to say shout out to her
1: I guess she knows who she is maybe <laughs> you're not going to say her name though <laughs> huh? um, do you feel like the casting was good though then because uh, like you said it kind of maybe it's not as predictable as, as maybe someone might have thought based yeah. on the casting.
0: Yeah. And the ca- the way I look at how the casting is good is is because the actors were really good. They're all actually good actors. Mm. So, you know, for example, this um No-kyu-tae is his name. Um he's the big shot guy or want to be a big shot. He always talks about like he's a, you know, when he introduces himself, he talks about, "Oh, the next mayor of Ongsan, My ah. name is, you know, I mean, nobody endorsed him, nobody's doing anything, right. but he just he just introduced himself that way all right. the time. Um, but, you know, I feel like... Imagine, like, you're an actor, you get a script. I'm sure you get a little bit of background, like, this character's supposed to be a certain way, but right. really, it's the actor that makes this character alive, you know? So you have to read the script a certain way. Um, and I think, you know, there's a great scene in the first episode, I think it was first or second, um, that sh- it's only about 30 seconds, but it shows how great this actor is who plays the big shot guy um, and how the character is really in the show. So, yong the cop character, he moves back to the town. So, right, it had been like six years he didn't live there. And there's this guy, so... Like, hey, how's it going? You know, introduce himself, and so our man, the big shot guy, he's like, oh, you know, as for me, if you didn't know about me, <laughs> uh, I'm the, you know, brain of Yongsan. Really, it's the, it's being my wife. Uh, everybody calls us the brain couple.
1: <laughs> and I'm gonna be the mayor.
0: And yeah, yeah I think he actually says that um, <laughs> Soon to be mayor Soon to be mayor And everybody calls us The brain couple And the you know It's the couple. way he's Holding his mug cup uh, His mug Right And the way he's Like standing With his like Back kind of like Little like You know Big shot Yeah And he's like um, And You know My wife You probably know her She's the lawyer In the downtown area And then Yongshik the cop Is like you know he's like amazed like oh oh what an honor you know he's like (laughs) you know he's this country but like oh wow you know and this guy goes keeps going like yeah so my wife he she's the lawyer and as for me you know did you know that for doctors uh even among the doctors ophthalmologists are the smartest ones Oh. You're dealing with human eye. So, you know, the country, go, country boy goes like, wow, so you... And then he's like, I'm an optician.
1: <laughs> That's funny.
0: I mean, not to talk down about opticians. Opticians are great. They are probably a lot more experienced, trans and smarter than I am. But, right. you know, the way. it's the way he introduces himself, right. you know? He talked like you know among the doctors, you know. So this country boy is like super mesmerized and he's like right. impressed and like, wow, yeah, no wonder why everybody calls you brain couple of time <laughs> And and it's, then he's like, I'm an optician. I own my shop in the intersection over there. You right.
1: Know? It's interesting that you uh, talk highlight that scene as a way to show how good the actors are because. I think that's a tough, as a viewer, you know, when you meet that character, you can either be like annoyed by it, you know, like, oh, this person, like, uh." like, you're immediately going to make a reaction, you know, and, but for you, it was like, oh, wow, this is really great acting. So it's like, you have to be bought into that character to be able to sell it, you know, because it can't just be someone that we don't like, if you're going to go into more depth. Right. and I'm assuming 20 episodes you go into more depth of this character so, oh yeah yeah you know but it can't just, just be you can't just play it one way you have to you know it has to be human like you said
0: right and I think it was really it's good acting but really great writing too to show right. this character in 30 seconds such a short time and as a viewer you're like a this Yongshik cop character you don't know this guy so who is this guy you know right and yeah he's just this uh, you know also kind of funny character um so this drama at some point it can be a little deep and dark but it kind of adds it doesn't go all the way low because of characters like this big shot guy Mm -hmm. um he's really funny character he keeps
1: it light and a little more yeah he
0: he's you know um sprinkle a little sugar (laughs) right on the top of everything when yeah. it gets a little dark that's great um, and you know he's there are moments that you are sort of like annoyed by this character but really you get the feeling that he acts that way he's just a really pathetic character
1: right well and I think part of it is you you know you're supposed to be annoyed right but it, <laughs> it, you, it can't be too over the top because that's, that's when you lose story yeah, as yeah. a viewer, you're like, right. oh, I'm not interested in this because it's too over the top, right? So I'm curious about our girl then, Cam- Camila. Does she?
0: Actually, that's a great name, Camila. Camila. I mean, her name is Dongbek But yeah. for us to make it, to make the conversation easier, Camila. Yeah. Camila.
1: Dongbeck. Camila. I'm curious about her as to if she takes the dive into falling in love again, or if the story's more about her and her son or if she just by the end of this is so sick of the town she moves somewhere else you know i'm right. wondering how how the how it's going to go
0: well also you get to learn that she's actually not a not like an orphan like her it's not that her parents are dead yeah
1: they just don't communicate with each other anymore so
0: she, you get to find out she actually has a mom oh okay and you know who plays that mom character? Who? She was in the movie Parasite. She was okay. the housemaid. Oh, okay. There, and then she... She's um, the
1: one that kept the guy in the basement.
0: Yes, the, the, the creepy yeah. housemaid. So she's the one that plays her mom. She was great. Oh, yeah. She, I've she's, seen her in a couple other things, too. She's really big now. Yeah. Um, and I know she's a really great actress. So, so yeah, I mean, we've been talking for, like... I don't know, thirty minutes, forty minutes, and I feel like I only covered maybe twenty percent of the show. Wow, really? Um, you know, I was thinking about when I was preparing for the recording today. I thought about what this, why I like this show, why it stayed, stayed with me. Yeah. Um. After this, this show aired in twenty nineteen. I started watching almost right at the same time because thanks to Netflix, Netflix did like almost like a real time airing when oh, Korea. Cool. Yeah, there are some shows like that. Netflix yeah, where they does. Airs when, at the same time as yeah, people in Korea. it's just oh, like a, the day great. difference. Yeah, so it airs in Korea and then the next day it's available on Netflix. So I kind of watch it at the same time, and after like three years, there are moments that I think about the show and I kind of really um, thought about why I like the show so much. Yeah, um, and I think it's because, like I said, it focuses on humanity. Mm. Um, there's a there's love and there's a death in this show, because uh, like I briefly mentioned, there's a um, there was a some case in the past, and then the killer might be back right. in town. So there's love and there's death, there's life, but also different types of love. So you know we're talking about an orphan, single mom, and there's a there are other characters that. It shows sort of a paternal love, right. which is definitely different than maternal love, you know. Yeah. So the theme of paternal and maternal love and the single mother issue in Korea, and sort of like, you know, the big shot guy and his lawyer wife, they show what really, you know, the value of marriage is, what it means that's a different type of love and then you get to learn about you know social media and its effect um positive and negative effect of social media and overall family value you know all these things um you know single mother issues really it's also about humanities and different type of love you know why do you become a single mother because you can't let go of your own child that's another love you know Right So I think that's why I like the show so much And some of the um, The dialogues kind of stays with me Um, But that's more to come in The next episode I think I I feel like I can go on for like (laughs) Half a day just talking about this
1: That's really good though That's good that you You know There's a lot there I mean You got a lot from it too You know
0: but, you know, like, again, this is not just so cheesy, some, cheesy you know, humanities, rom-com. yeah, humanities, cheesy, like, you know, drama, Hallmark. It's not the type, because, you know, there is a some kind of killer, or there was, and we don't know if the same guy's back, or if it's something new going on, and, you know, the writer keeps, like, throwing this, baits throughout the episode. Right. So... Well, I was a,
1: wondering if the if they try to say maybe she's a killer or maybe the cop is a killer since they're both back in you town. You know what?
0: Yeah. So that's a good point. So throughout the, uh, these, you know, almost 18, 19 episodes, you really don't know if one of these characters are the killer because the writing is so good. It shows how we have different personality like we're not one dimensional human right. like somebody can say like T is funny person but that's not all I am right so as you see these characters um, the cop character he's you know good country boy but really is that it or you know why does he wander around at night and same thing with the big shot no um, Te optician guy like He's he's a landlord and he's got some money and, you know, he has a lot of power in a small town, so he can probably talk people into doing things that he likes people to do. Right. So you don't know if he's the guy, he's the problem or, you know, there are some other cops, there are some other vendors, local characters. So, you know, throughout small episodes, uh, throughout the episodes, you st- keep getting these baits from the writers and, you know, it really keeps you engaged.
1: That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's interesting. That'll be fun to watch.
0: Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention another really important character. Um, her name's Choi Hyangmi. Um, and she has a really some dark past and we don't know quite yet. And the first... In the beginning of the show because it's supposed to be revealed as you watch more but she's sort of randomly walks into the bar one day and there was a like part-time hiring flyer on the door so she saw the flyer and then she walked in to the bar camellia and she just felt warm and welcome by Our girl Camilla Dongbek and her son. So she decided to work there and stay in the town. But, you know, she's young. She's maybe like early 20s or so.
1: So she's new to the town also? She's not a local?
0: Yeah, so she's also new to the town.
1: She's the killer.
0: So, yeah, as a viewer, like, she's a woman, but you never know, right? Female killer. And... The thing is, no one, like as a viewer and also for the characters in the show, no one knows what she's talking about or, uh, I mean, what she's thinking about. Mm. And She's a mystery. Exactly. And sometimes she's kind of like keeps looking around her, and sometimes she just sits and staring blankly at something. Um, she's a mystery character for sure. That's and good.
1: It keeps you guessing, huh?
0: And also, she kind of, she talks whatever is on her mind. She hmm. there's no filtering.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: And she doesn't care about anything. Like it, it looks that way. And she doesn't care what people think about her. Hmm. And I think that's why a lot of characters in the show. Just kind of you know talk whatever in front of her.
1: That could be a mistake.
0: Right, because you know she doesn't people didn't think she really cares or she's so like stupid and she's just you know some girl so she people think she shallow harmless. and yeah so people started to talk you know here and there in a little bit and she's actually a lot smarter and a lot more observant than people think so she actually gets to learn a lot about people's secrets which also could be tied to the killer issue. Yeah. Some crime that's mm. happening in the town. But also, you know, she's sort of... um, She's a very sad character. Um, I don't want to mention any more. But <laughs> she's a very sad character. She and our girl Dongbaek, they're sort of like... Uh, left and right wing of kind of underlying theme of loneliness mm. and kind of marginalized right. people in the society they're the symbol of it
1: do they become good friends?
0: they do but um, we also
1: still don't know the girl's motives so
0: because she's a mysterious character yeah. you don't know if she does something out of her sincere kindness or why she's doing it. Right. She just looks like somebody who doesn't you know like have you met somebody like kind of like just blank there yeah. very just, you know, whatever. Right. But as you watch more into the episodes, you get to learn, you get to empathize and sympathize a lot.
1: Okay, so T, I'm curious. We have we have the characters laid out, and I feel like I've got a good handle on them. But now I'm kind of curious about the story. So, what happens? What is what is the point of it all? I know there's a serial killer. You know, there's this woman who is kind of saying no to love. But uh, what drives the story? What where's the conflict? What happens? I'm sure something happens.
0: Right. Yeah, great question. So first of all, I don't we don't know if it's a serial killer or just somebody just some stalker. Okay, right. You I mean, they're not sure. Right. And as a viewer, you don't know um it could be just it could just be a stalker, which is still bad. Right. But maybe not as bad as serial. killer. Right. Um we don't know that. And really I think through the 20 episodes what you learn and the really the like you said, conflict, is that, um, first of all, there's a love line between Dongbae, Camilla, and Yongshik, the cop. Right. And whether she's ready to accept the love. Right. And first of all, she has to overcome this social um, prejudice to live in this town and raise her son. Right. So that's I think that's the first conflict as a viewer. How dealing she
1: dealing with all the people's opinions yeah, and
0: yeah, and and then after we see the cop character, um, another layers. Right. That you know, it's really like a kind of like layered over and over like the top of each other.
1: Gotcha. Well, I get the sense that when she moved there, she kind of knew she'd be dealing with people judging her right. number 1 but she also probably knew that there would be some guy that would come along or more than one right because she had to deal with that before so right. i'm assuming she takes that all in stride so
0: there's that um and another is that she gets to learn who her mom is oh. and how the mom was introduced wow you know the housemaid from parasite So how she was introduced in the drama is another sort of event. And how she sort of exits the show is another event. Okay. And throughout the show, like I said, there are baits to figure out who the the criminal is, whether it's a stalker or a killer, who this guy is. So you keep guessing. This could be him. This could be, you know, her... And the story behind figuring out the past of um, Hyangmi, the part-timer. Yeah. That's another layer of the show. Right. And another one is that... um, What was I going to say? Oh, the, the optician guy and the lawyer. Yeah. I mean, they are supporting characters, but they carry an important theme which represent, like, you know, the marriage and social status because she's a successful lawyer. Right. So there's a story of them. So that's another layer of the show. Um, I mean, yeah, there are actually a lot.
1: That's Yeah, that makes sense. I'm still curious, too, as to, like, how she is a single mom. Right. You know, and learning that family piece also.
0: Yeah, that's like a why, big...
1: Why has she left her family or why aren't they there? You know, that's right. that's interesting.
0: And I'm going to just give you a little bit of a spoiler.
1: Uh-oh, here we go. You get
0: to learn who her... So her son is about like eight, nine years old-ish. Okay. Um, you get to learn who the father is. Oh, ah, okay. And I actually like the father actor.
1: Okay, so not, we Not we like because him? he's a
0: good actor. I mean, he's a good actor, but um, I like the look of him. So oh, he's I, attractive. I wouldn't say attractive, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, you like him. So, yeah, I like him. So you get to learn who the father is, and some other characters in the show find out. So you get to learn about that, and then how he comes into her life now. Interesting. And he's now married to... Somebody else. Somebody Who's like a really famous social influencer in Korea? Uh
1: oh, that's so
0: she's (laughs) she's all about money, all about her look, and you know, all about the followers and like and all that. You know, so there's that part of the story too. Huh. But you know, I think um, our character Dongbaek, she, she's not. So I mentioned that you know both Dongbaek and Hyangmi, they sort of showed you know symbolizes you know people in our society but she's also yeah she moves to town knowing that it's gonna be tough but she's not like she's not so like glum or dark she's very you know she's like
1: optimistic positive i
0: wouldn't say that either she's just like it is what it is so what you know i am who i am so what you know not in like arrogant way there's a scene in the first episode so she comes all the town like ladies they kind of sat in her bar they're sitting inside and um no actually they're sitting in a restaurant she comes into the restaurant Hmm. um, one of the like small like a kind of like more like a diner place local diner so all the ladies were sitting there and then she comes in rolling her stroller right oh yeah because at the time um the baby the son her son was still baby okay and one of the ladies the town ladies asked her like oh look at the baby and you know so you're trying to set up a bar and you know running it with your husband and just um, you know making it into business and she's like yeah just me <laughs> and she's like oh what is your husband doing then and then the lady next to her was like, don't ask her. That's her privacy, you know? Right. And she's, she's you know, she could have just said, she could have just gone with that. Right. You know, that's but my privacy. But him. she's like, yeah, right away. oh, I don't have a husband. Right. And she just looks at her and then she's just plainly looking at them and saying, you know, you don't have to have a husband to have a son.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's good. So she's uh, she's laying it down.
0: Yeah, she's laying it down and she's just, you know... I am who I am. And she's right. like, okay, I got too much on my plate. I'm just living my life. That's good. But at the same time, she doesn't expect anything from anyone. Right.
1: You know. Well, and it sounds like she, she knows she's going to be able to deal with it, whatever comes her way.
0: Right. So I think in a way that dialogue also shows really... Um, that dialogue shows the character well also. Yeah. She's like, you know, oh... Yeah, I'm here. Right. I got a son, but I don't have a husband, so what?
1: Yeah, she's not afraid to talk about it.
0: It's funny that uh, right before that scene, so she's, like, getting her stuff off the truck, and literally everybody, like, on the street, men men and women on the street in the town center, they're all looking at her. Literally, like, they're not hiding, they're staring at her, right? Right. So she's getting her stuff off the truck, and everybody's old man and she's like tall and i mean physically she was a model so she's tall and you know pretty nice looking pretty and so all these um small town countrymen they're all looking at her like oh you know what's going on and the women they're looking at her and like what's a deal with her you know right and like one of the town ladies she pokes her husband because her husband like kept staring at the girl <laughs> so she's like what are you looking at you know like kind of right. slips her husband and and it's like is she even pretty why are these men looking at her you know the right. older ladies are standing together looking and are like well, i don't know like she's not you know <laughs> and then they see the baby uh, like she's getting the baby off the truck whatever and then she's like oh yeah she's pretty uh, she's good true.
1: yeah <laughs> so now they're okay with it
0: they're okay with it because they're like okay she's just kidding. She's, she's got married. a husband like, yeah. yeah okay but it turned out she's a single mom and she's setting uh, up the bar.
1: Yeah, so now it gets tricky again.
0: Right. So yeah, there's definitely a comical element to the show and at the same time it kind of deals with a, a little bit of social issues and but also talk about love of different types of loves. Well, and my- I'll, I'll talk about I'll talk more about what happens in the show
1: gotcha well I'm excited to hear more
0: next week yeah I don't know is this is this interesting to you so far? yeah it is okay
1: I just want to (laughs) watch
0: yeah I think you have to watch first episode to get to feel like how this is funny but also like um, there could be more than that
1: right no, I think it, it sounds like something I would enjoy So
0: Yeah Well, I'll, I'll give you more baits next week Okay Of what happens Who the mom is, who the dad, the kid's father is And then whether it's a stalker or a killer
1: Ooh, yeah Who's it gonna be? Does somebody else die also in the show? Does anybody die in the show?
0: We'll see you next week.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'll have to wait until then to find out.
0: All right. Well, thanks for listening, and I hope you come back next week. Um, and I hope I made it sound interesting. And Yeah. Thanks,
1: yeah. T. I appreciate you having me. Thanks for sharing again, as always. Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Well, thanks for meeting me super early in the morning.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm probably better in the morning
0: yeah and thank you carmen for staying calm while i'm doing this
1: <laughs> she's somewhere now she's she's sleeping
0: yeah i'm gonna have to give her some snacks all right i'll see you next week
1: all right bye tea thanks bye